So my dad's been gone for four years. And the other day, I got a text from him. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to listen to this one. Welcome to So Sorry for Your Loss. This is not your average grief group. I'm Gianna Demedio. Thanks for joining me as we normalize the conversation around grief with the stories of those who've gone through it, a whole lot of humor, and a pinch of celebrity and entertainment news. Because fun fact, they grieve too. There's more to grief than that godforsaken dove flying over a willow tree on a sympathy card. I know you've seen it and know what I mean. Let's change the way society looks at it. Visit ssfylpodcast.com for more. I haven't been able to access the text message chain that I had with my dad. I, I got a new phone probably four months after he passed away, and I think it wiped out some of the conversations. And when I would go to search for his message, it never came up. They were gone. And I was really upset with myself that I didn't take the time to do something to try to save the messages because it would have been nice to just be able to look back on that conversation and you know, just feel like I had a little bit more of him. But I just figured, all right, that's what it is. Um, I even looked on my computer because I have a Mac that's tied to my Apple account. And again, I couldn't find the linear chain of, of messages. I found some files like deep, deep somewhere on my hard drive, but they came up as different files. Like one file would be a question that my dad asked. Another file would be my response. Another file would be his continuing the conversation. It wasn't linear. But, you know, I still spent a ridiculous number of hours, probably till four in the morning one night, going through all of it and feeling like I had a piece of him back. So recently, I'm with my mom and we're talking about my dad, just mundane facts. You know, where did they used to travel to? Did they used to come down the shore? And I quietly am thinking to myself, you know, I feel him around more in recent weeks than I have before. And it was just nice. I just felt like he might have been there in the car with us as we were driving that day. So we get to the destination and I get a text that a friend of mine had her baby. I go to search her name to text her congratulations and I misspell her name. And in this weird misspelling, all of a sudden brings up the text chain with my dad that's been missing for almost three and a half years. I was completely shocked. I probably looked like I saw a ghost. My mom was like, what's the problem? What's going on? I couldn't even like get into words to explain to her what just happened. But there on my phone, in my hand, all of a sudden was texts from my dad. I, I literally felt like he had just texted me in that moment. I freak out. My mom gets out of the car, goes do, to do what she needs to do. I call Amanda Rotzel. You know, this is right after I had just spoken with her for the last episode, episode 15. And I think if anyone's going to understand this, it's her. I call her right away. I'm telling her what's going on and completely validates my feelings, completely understands how crazy this is. And I tell her that, like, oh, my God, how can I not look at these messages? I need to go sit down. Well, you have to keep me updated when you find some good stuff. I will. When you do this, go home and record. Yeah, I know. I should. And, and review everything and just, like, talk to my dad. This is crazy to even say this. That way you at least have the memory. Yeah. 
The part that I'm missing here that I forgot to even say is earlier that morning, I created a reel. If you go to my Instagram at so sorry with Gianna, the reel I did was about when you go down this rabbit hole of pictures and memories, even though you know it's going to be sad and it's going to create feelings for you, but you just feel like it's what you have to do. And then hours later, I find these text messages. And I know that I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. It's like I completely manifested it. It's insane. Like I said in the the caption of that reel, my next reel, if I'm manifesting things through reels, is going to be that this podcast completely takes off. I am next to Joe Rogan and Alexander Cooper and just completely changing the way that grief works. So I'm just going to manifest that. But anyway... It's been really nice, actually. I felt really, really close to my dad to have this like surprising opportunity to be able to go through these text messages. I mean, there's a lot of feelings that happen. There are some where it makes me sad. I see where he was probably failing with his health and didn't tell anyone or didn't recognize it. A lot of times where he wasn't returning my calls and I'm texting him saying, hello, hello, did you see my voicemail? Or him texting me back saying, hey, not feeling great, like, I'll call you later. Makes me feel guilty and wish maybe I pushed a little harder on him. But, you know, what can you do now? But then all these other texts that are just so wonderful are like things that I tell my husband about my dad. And then I now have them in actual text form. You know, when I say, oh, my dad loved this song. And then I actually have this text from him saying, hey, this song's on, making me think of you, love you so much. Like, Wow, it's just, it's amazing. So with this experience that I had, I want to give everybody the option to be able to do this. I think text messages and photos are, are, are such a, a, a nice memory to have and just like such a good keepsake and something that in this generation, we're so lucky to be able to, to savor about the person. So I did some digging for you and figured out how you can save text messages to your phone, to your computer, whatever it may be, whatever works best for you especially for an Apple. So stick with me, I'm gonna tell you how to do that. First, I wanna remind you about Rent the Runway. It's not just for fancy dresses and events anymore. They have tons of stuff for everyday wear, especially in this virtual world that we're living in. I get some really great and comfy sweatpants, sweaters, some cute tops, just to spice things up a bit, just to just to make me feel good about myself every now and then when I need it. I've used the service for like over 10 years and I totally love it. Aside from the 700 designers to choose from, you also get free shipping and dry cleaning, which is a huge time savings and financial savings right there. You can pause or cancel at any time. They have several different plans to fit your needs. And right now, for you, my very valued listener, they're offering 40% off of the first two months of the eight or 16 item plan. So use my code RTRGiana. that's R-T-R-G-I-A-N-N-A for 40% off of your first two months of the eight or 16 item plan. Happy shopping and tag me in your new looks. All right, saving text messages off of your phone and essentially saving memories, saving bits of the person that you lost. There's not one tried and true way to do this that I found. There's not something that's like, oh, this is the way that is the, the best, the, the most useful, whatever, the fastest, easiest. But there are a couple different ways and a couple different outcomes with it. So we'll go through a bunch of them. The way that I was really looking for was to get something that saved the text in the formats that you see them on your phone. You know, you see the bubbles, you see who says what. Um, and, and there is a way around it. But it has to be done from your laptop. 
Um, so here's what you can do from your phone. This is a way that you can get the text messages paste them into a notepad, but it's not gonna look like it does on your phone, if you know what I mean, where you can see who is saying what. But when it's something like this that's really important to you, I would spend, and I'm probably gonna have to do this with some of my dad's texts, I'll spend the time to sit there and sort out who said what, just to be able to save it. So here we go, this is the first way that you can do it. You open the text chain that you wanna preserve the conversation with you hold a finger down on one of the texts in the conversation, tap more, you're gonna see the, that option that's gonna appear and tap more. Then you're gonna see these little circles that come up next to each of the messages. And here's where it gets a little tedious, but start going through and clicking off the ones that you want. You know, if you have a text message that's years, months worth of information, warm those fingers up because it may take a while. But again, if it's that important to you, it's going to be totally worth it. So once you're done selecting the text messages that you want, there's a little curved arrow at the bottom right hand of the screen. Make sure you click that. That's going to take you to a new text message screen. So hold your finger down again on all of the text that comes up and hit copy. So you'll be able to take it elsewhere on your iPhone. So you can either put it into an email, send it to yourself to be able to work on your computer with it, or put it in a notepad and work off of it from there. That's one way to do it. A little bit of work that's gonna be required, a little time consuming, but again, this is worth it, go for it. Another way that I found, which is definitely easier, but again, it requires some maneuvering on your laptop. I do have an Apple, I have an Apple iPhone, I have an Apple computer. I recently did this with a text chain from uh, one of my best friends that passed away in April, and I am so happy that I did this. I now have like 50 some pages of text messages from he and I, and it's just gonna be so wonderful to be able to have that and really look back on, and now I don't have to worry about them going away like my dad's text did. So go to your computer, open up messages, click on the person's text messages that you want to save so that where in the left pane, their name and their text is highlighted. You go up to the top, the top toolbar and select print. Now don't panic. I know it's 2021 and not a lot of people have printers set up anymore. Or maybe you do because we've been working virtually for so long. You do not need to have a printer set up for this. When the window comes up to select a printer, Hit that drop down and click save as PDF. Yes. If you look over in the viewing pane, you will see that it shows up exactly as it appears on your phone. So you'll be able to scroll these PDFs just like you would scrolling through the conversation of text messages on your phone. You know, this, not that it's like super important, but just to me, that's how I wanted to view it. That's how I, I felt. It would really look like I'm like seeing text coming through from my friend or from my dad or whoever I was saving it from. So you're able to save that to somewhere on your computer and just really relive those memories of those texts all the time. So those are two ways to be able to do that. The other option you have is just going through and really screenshotting through the entire conversation. 
There are a couple different ways that you can say that. You can take those pictures and put them into chat books. It's chatbooks.com. You can do this with pictures. You can do this with the conversations. Um, and I think that's a, a cool thing that I've seen that people have done too, to be able to save some conversations that you really want to look back on. I hope this was helpful. A couple different ways, a couple different variations of how you can save text messages, but I highly recommend doing it. I know it's, you know, probably creating one more thing that doesn't necessarily need to be saved, but they really are just like amazing memories to be able to go back on. I hope that solved a little problem for you. Are there other grief problems I can solve? I don't know, let me know. This was like a fun little segment to be able to do. So message me on Instagram at so sorry with Gianna if there are other grief issues that you're having. I'll see if I can tackle them myself. I'll see if I can get some experts on to talk about it with us. As always, a little pop culture news. A few things that happened this week, not too many, but seven-year anniversary of Robin Williams passing. That was one of those celebrities, I think, that was like, oh, man. Like, everybody knew where they were when that happened. That was, like, really shocking, shocking news, especially for somebody who was always comedic and funny and happy-go-lucky, you know, to find out that he was dealing with health issues and in a really dark place, I think was pretty shocking for the whole world. And just that reminder that people are going through things behind the scenes. His son, Zach William, posted a tweet in a tribute to his father saying, Dad, seven years ago today, you passed on. The joy and inspiration you brought to the world carries on in your legacy and in your family, friends, and fans you loved so. You live to bring laughter and to help others. I will be celebrating your memory today. Love you forever. I just thought that was very, very sweet. Of course, nobody will forget Robin Williams. And also, The White Lotus. Have you guys watched that on HBO Max? I just finished it. It was a really good binge. It was like six episodes. It's kind of reminiscent of some other shows that HBO has done, like Big Little Lies and The Undoing, both of which I'm obsessed with. Um, They were like short series, six episodes, crime thriller. Um, That is what this was. There is a crime that happens, uh, multiple crimes actually, but it's, it's not so much of a murder mystery. It's more of a dark comedy and social satire about like a privileged set of guests and they're sitting amongst this luxury in a Hawaiian resort and all of the staff kind of backpedaling around to meet their demands and most of them are just crazy and some of the things that happen. Anyway, bringing this up because Jennifer Coolidge, if you know her from Legally Blonde, the one that Reese Witherspoon taught the bend and snap, she is one of the main characters. Her name is Tanya, and her storyline on the show is that she brings in her mother's ashes to be scattered throughout the island. There's a scene where she's talking with a spa therapist. She has a lot of great quotes on grief there. Um, A couple scenes where she is just really trying to figure out her emotions. She talks about how she misses her mother so much, but she hated her and how cruel, 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 cruel she was to her. She repeats that numerous times. It definitely shows the dichotomy that there can be in grief, how you can really miss somebody and be having a hard time from their death, but how maybe that you didn't have the best relationship with them. And also an article in Vogue recently that Jennifer Coolidge was interviewed for about the show, she talks about her own grief. She lost her mother when she was 31 years old and she said that she never recovered from it. She says, I was just blindsided. I know that horrific moment where someone passes and you don't really get to fix anything. 
So there's a little telling there. I wonder if the relationship that she had with her mother may have been similar to the relationship that her their character has. Maybe not so intense, but certainly something that she wanted to fix and she didn't really get the chance to. So that's all I have today for two things that came up in the entertainment world involving grief. Have you seen others? Message me and let me know and I'll highlight it on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Head over to Instagram to follow more at So Sorry with Gianna. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave that five-star review. I would love you for it. More to come on this season of So Sorry for Your Loss. So stay tuned.